do you dare to step into the unknown, the darkness that lurks just beyond the edge of reality? Welcome back to the Walk in the Shadowlands podcast, where we explore the unexplained, the mysterious and the downright eerie. In our upcoming season 12, beginning in early October, we're diving deeper into the abyss than ever before. Brace yourselves for a chilling journey through the realms of the supernatural as we bring you spine-tingling tales of paranormal encounters and hauntings that will make your blood run cold. And as we were looking around the house, there was crucifixes everywhere on every single doorknob hanging. It was on the walls. And I was just, oh, maybe they're just really religious. Because, again, I'm just a kid and I had supernatural paranormal aspect about it. I was just like, oh, they're just religious people. Because we have things at home for my religion around the house. So I didn't think anything of that of importance. I call it the moment of truth. You can't disavow anymore. You, you can't, get to you... levitation and floating optics. There's, there's no disavowing those. And that's what happened a few weeks later with the flying or the levitating plant while watching TV. Plant darted up off the ground. Plants don't do that on nowhere on the continent. Dart up and spin around. And this one did. And it did it in front of both of us while watching TV. I would say the ghost I've encountered the most is in Ellicott City, Maryland, through my work with Maryland History Tours. And her name is Loretta. She is a lovely young woman. She is in a building that's now the Department of Tourism. (laughs) And she did not die there, but she was taken there. And somehow that's where she stayed. Loretta died before she married. She was very young. She appears quite frequently still. She wears the high neck Victorian dress. It was probably summer, or at least she chose a summer dress to show herself in because the dress is white and it has a light linen-y feel. And her hair is always up. She literally appears in people's computer screens as if standing behind them looking at their work. That's just the beginning. Prepare to uncover the secrets of demonology as we delve into the darkest recesses of the human psyche and confront malevolent forces that defy explanation. Demonology is the study of gods, devils, demons, and everything in between. It starts with theology and your specialty goes to demonology. It's like becoming a general practitioner as a physician and then getting a specialty like ear, nose, throat doctor. You know what I mean? A demonologist is just a specialist. We're the go-between. We're the last line of defense when medical science can't explain what's happening and the church doesn't want to admit there's a spiritual involvement. And when psychologists and psychiatrists and the church have nobody else to turn to, As if that weren't enough, we'll introduce you to a psychic detective 
who's worked with law enforcement to solve baffling cases gotcha. and paranormal investigators who've crossed the threshold between this world and the next. One of the guys I worked with on a murder case called me. He said, I have a very strange case. Would you mind helping? I said, no. So he came in and he had fingerprint record. He said, oh, good. I said, okay, I'll just hold these. And I centered and I asked to be a messenger for the highest grade in the spiritual path. And I turned to him and I said, well, let's see. That fingerprint? They voted to come up with it about six months from now. And six months from then, he called me and said, got him. And I was sitting and I felt incredibly cold for absolutely no reason. And my cat were on two separate chairs in front of me. And there was a third cat that was next to me. And all at the same time, they lifted up their heads. They were fast asleep. And all at the same time, they lifted up their heads and they just looked in the same direction, very intently. Mm. And our lounge had three steps down into it. It was a sunken lounge. And I watched the cat's heads. It was almost like they were watching someone walking down the stairs. And then their heads followed whatever they were looking at. And I I honestly, I'm still very much this way, very logical and, and rational and grounded, being an earth sign. And I just thought, there's an insect. They're looking at an insect. And then the insect, we'll call it, was right by my side. The cats were looking right next to me, including the one that was at the far end of the three-seated couch that I was on. And their heads went down, and so my head went down, and then I saw the couch actually sink next to me. Someone had just sat on it. Marion, I tell you what, I levitated, and I didn't run up that very long hallway. I actually treated air. And hold on to your seat, because we're going extraterrestrial. UFO sightings, encounters with beings from beyond our world, and the mysteries of the cosmos will leave you questioning the very fabric of our reality. Sometime in the evening, I wake up and I see a blue light coming, emanating from the living room. And I wake my wife up, ask her if she sees the blue light. We don't have any blue lights in our living room. Uh, and she says, yes. I say, well, I'm going to try to get up and, and investigate because there might be a burglar in the house. And of course, we had two small children. So attempt to get out of the bed and I can't move. I'm paralyzed, absolutely paralyzed. And I, I remember struggling, really struggling hard to get my mobility back and I couldn't. I turned to my wife for help and now she's unconscious. My wife is unconscious. Even though we had this situation, the next thing I recall, there is a figure in the doorway of our bedroom. It's a hooded figure. And then I'm aware of other little people, we'll call them. They seem like children to me in the room. And then I'm lifted off the bed and kind of guided towards the window of the bedroom. The bin window had been locked. I remember locking it. I didn't think they knew how to unlock it. They were, seemed like small children to me. And they took me right through the window. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's what happened. 
when this Rendlesham Forest thing went on, they not only saw the craft on the ground, but they also saw non-human beings. Yes, there's there's two two reports that are legitimate from military witnesses. The first one involves a guy called John Burroughs, who was one of the original people to see the landed object on the first night. But that's not all. We're also embarking on a quest to unveil the hidden creatures that roam the wilderness, from Bigfoot to flying humanoids. Cryptozoology will take you on a wild ride through the world's most elusive and enigmatic creatures. It's interesting you mentioned the Cyclops because I just saw an article of a skull that was found in the Philippines. It had the one eye. Literally, it was a deformity, but it had the just giant one eye. So they literally have archaeological evidence that there were at least some of these things existed now that could have just been obviously a deformity and maybe not a race of these cyclops but it is interesting because when i talk about it in my book where i say where there's smoke there's fire behind every legend i believe there's usually some kernels of truth and and that's what i believe with the giants as well that there is a truth behind these legends 2017 then they came back with a flurry and we were getting two to three sightings a a week within the chicagoland area which is in chicago and around chicago it was actually going into other states nearby as well and since that time starting in around late 19 most of the sightings have been concentrated around o'hare international now there have been some variations of the sightings of these bees, but for the most part, these winged humanoids that we call them, the description has been maybe five and a half to seven foot in height, very dark in color, emaciated looking, sometimes very shiny, sometimes looking wet. The wing structure was that like a gargoyle or a anywhere from 10 to 15 foot wingspan very small head and in most cases they had red eyes that aspect of it was very similar to the mothman of point pleasant yeah. sightings but it was different yeah. those were an insectoid type wing and the head and eyes set into the upper body this had a distinct head in chicago yeah it has continued it's been very consistent and as if that weren't enough We'll be venturing into the uncharted territory of time slips and interdimensional beings. Explore the thin veil between our world and others as we unravel mind-bending tales of time-traveling and encounters with beings from parallel dimensions. It was one summer day I rode my bike out of field, which I did a lot. I was a history nerd as a kid. But I was really interested in what was going on there and the story, and I read all about it and such. Anyway, I was in an area called the Valley of Death, which is between Little Round Top, the Devil's Den, the wheat field. I was on the road there, and for whatever reason, it was just almost like a television screen opened up in front of me. And I was in the battle. I mean, I literally was seeing soldiers hearing gunfire, smelling gunpowder, a whole nine yards. Wow. And uh, that lasted for about 30 seconds and just all of a sudden vanished. 
in, in the last 18 months or so, I've heard more and more people, some of whom are really well connected, say that it might actually be something that's infraterrestrial or ultra-terrestrial. And what we mean by that is there may actually be another race, not human, that's on the earth, that just keeps themselves to themselves, maybe technologically very advanced, and they might be here and have always been here, maybe longer than we have, but they just keep themselves to themselves. It sounds pretty crazy, but nobody rules out the interdimensional. And so the, the phrase that's now come is non-human intelligence. So, are you ready to face your deepest fears and venture into the unknown? Join us for the upcoming season of Walking the Shadowlands, where we'll journey through the uncharted territories of the supernatural, one mystery at a time. Stay tuned, for the shadows are calling and the truth is waiting to be revealed. Subscribe now and let's walk the Shadowlands together. Coming soon to your favourite podcasting platform. Don't miss it. Kakite. See you there.